<clears throat> this morning's session, I've been up for a couple of hours. It's about seven o'clock um, right now on the West Coast, up here in Bellingham, Washington, um, out by Mount Baker, and and um, doing my meditation and doing my matrix energetics and getting the space set up. Every Friday morning, I do a, a video session for you. It's always encoded with matrix energetics. And by that, I mean, you can have a change simply from the chair you're in right now. So if you want to, you can test something for yourself. You know, your neck, your shoulders, how your back moves, walk around, see how you feel. <clears throat> and in a little bit, you can see um, if anything's different. And then, of course, later today, you can also notice what's different um, in your world and what's different after starting to be in our, in our world, in our tribe. Um, so, so welcome. And, and um, you might put an intention out there of what you would want to change, what you would want. If you want um, information about something, like what to do, I'm titling this one, um, what, um, how to know what to do when you absolutely need to know. So <clears throat> years ago, or first I should back up. I'm, I'm not in a class today, and it's a class that I was thinking of doing and wanting to do and, and looking forward to doing for uh, most of this year. Um, and I knew it was coming up in December, and, and, um, and then as it was getting closer, I started to have a few little roadblocks, and I thought, you know, I don't think I'm going to go. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to check in. I'm going to check in with myself and see what kind of um, information I'm getting. Am I supposed to go to this class? And you'd think I was. I wanted to go. It was, um, it was a good deal to go. Everything looked good. But there was a couple things that made me just go, huh, I'm not sure. And so I, I checked in and I got a very surprising answer. I got, no, I'm not supposed to go. It's not optimum for me to go right now, next year, next year, which is so funny because I tend to jump and do things as soon as I, I want to do it. Um, but that's what I was getting. So I, I followed my intuition, my, my matrix energetics windows, my dowsing, my muscle testing kind of ideas. And, and, I, um, and I didn't go, I didn't go. So, so they're doing the class right now down in San Diego. It's an amazing class, I know it is. And, and, um, and for some reason, I'm not, I'm not there. You know, years ago, it was 2011, and I had been unable to run since, um, since my birthday, actually. That was my last run, a 25-mile run, and I had to walk the last mile or two because um, a, a problem came up. And, and, um, and it, led, it was a start of about a year and a half, pretty close to two years, really, of um, – being unable to run and um, seeing lots of practitioners and doctors and people because um, everybody was telling me and I felt like I was literally dying. I mean, my kidneys, my liver, my GI tract, I was depressed, I couldn't run, I had terrible bone pain and nobody could figure it out. And, um, and I missed some information along the way. I missed some information that could have saved me a lot of grief, but you know, it turned out the way it's supposed to turn out. And, and it led down a, a, a really amazing path, and we're now up here in the Pacific Northwest. But, but I missed something then that, um, that could have saved a lot of time and effort, and um, thank God I found it at some point. And so, so about that time, um, a little later, um, Ben was born, our first son, Ben. And it was great, but um, he had a funny little thing going on, so a funny little coffee gaspy thing 
And so um, our midwife said, you got to go to the doctor. And I was like, you know, he was born at home. And um, the first night was a little, was more than a little scary. You know, they, they wanted us to go to the hospital that night at midnight. And we convinced them to let us just um, have, have been um, in our bed for that night. And, um, and they said, well, we're coming in tomorrow morning early and we're going to see how he's doing. And um, we didn't sleep. And Ben was doing his little gasping thing. And, um, you know, it's interesting how you think, why do we have such hard times? You know, especially a little kid, right? Comes into the world. And, and so, um, so there we were, and Jen's parents were there, and our aunt, and, um, and we were dressing him up. And I was so sad. I was terrified because I was dressing him up, and I knew that we weren't going to a well baby checkup thing. We were going because the midwife says, you got to go to the doctor because something's not right. And so we dressed him up in his little hat, his little toque, and um, it was October and October 6th. And so um, dressed up his little outfit and he looked so cute and I was so scared and so sad and like, oh no. And, um, and we hadn't told Jen's parents that anything was up. And so we took him to the, to the a pediatrician and she looked at him and said, yeah, you know, um, this doesn't look right. Um, I'm gonna have you go, don't even um, bother filling out the insurance stuff. Don't do anything. Um, just drive right on over to Children's Hospital in San Diego and just tell them you're going right into the NICU and, um, and that I'm sending you right now. I'm calling them right now. And we're like, God dang it, man, what is going on? And so, um, so I called Jen's parents and, um, and an aunt who was staying at our house, actually staying somewhere in San Diego, a half a mile from our house, mile from our house. And, um, and said, yeah, we're here, we're, good. we're being admitted to the NICU. And it's like, you know, I was, I couldn't believe it. And they're very good. They kept me like, okay, and talked me down a bit. And so we walked into the NICU and um, Dr. Lane, really cool doctor there, um, looked at me, looked at us and looked at Ben and said, yeah, he looks like a normal kid. Looks like a normal kid, but he's got this funny thing. I've never seen it before. And I'm like, never seen it before. This is Children's Hospital in San Diego. So we said, we're going to watch him for a day or two and, um, and we'll, we'll see what's going on. We'll run some cultures, we'll run some tests, we'll see. So, so there we were, and Jen and I were sitting in the, um, in the NICU, great nurses and stuff, and, um, and we felt safe. I didn't call my midwives. That was one mistake, if you want to call it a mistake. I should have called the midwives and checked in a little bit more. And, and, um, and they started running tests and they couldn't find anything, couldn't find anything, couldn't find anything. And, and then a couple days into this, a different doctor walked in that I'd never seen before. I don't like him. I still don't like him. He didn't like anything about him. He was swarmy. He didn't seem to care about anybody. Little guy walked in and nothing wrong with little guys, but um, didn't like him. And, um, but he walked in and a nurse that I did like was standing over there doing her paperwork in our room that he had a one-on-one -on -one nurse with us. And, and he says, your son's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. But we have to give him antibiotics. And I was like, oh, thank God, just antibiotics. He's going to be just fine. You know, I should have possibly at the time, now looking back, done what I'm going to tell you guys about. I should have checked in and found out um, what's the information that's really useful here. Is this true? Should we um, talk to Dr. Lane, who I trusted and knew and who had seen a few times? Or... Um, or just go with what this random doctor was telling me that walked in that didn't seem to care about anything. And it was just the, my impression of him, didn't like him. And, and um, but I was just like so ecstatic 
And, and so I remember going back home. I forgot I had to go do something at home. Jen was um, at the hospital there and I get some more food for us or something. And I was driving my Audi back home and I was so happy, like, Oh yay, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. And, um, <clears throat> but, but, you know, nothing ever grew in the cultures. Nothing ever looked like there were, it was wrong, but he started down a, a, a about a 10 day, I think, um, path of antibiotics. And it was so stressful, so stressful. The nurses were great. Dr. Lane was great, although we never really saw much besides that, except when he was, um, it was, I've got a funny story about him. He's an awesome guy. But, um, but I, I still, every so often I think about it and think, golly, that would have been good to not do that because there was nothing wrong with him. And turns out he was just in the birth canal a little long and had been compressed a little bit and was trying to like expand it out. He'd been like pushed into a little bit. So, um, so anyway, so what does it have to do with all of this with us is how do you get information, right? So that when you need it, you've got it and you can depend on it. You know, um, a couple back in December of 2010, people were talking about um, fluoride was going to be added into the water in San Diego. And um, a, a editor for the Presidio newspaper, Presidio Sentinel, a local paper, um, really cool little paper, and the editor, um, Patty, had come to see me um, to do a matrix energetic session and to shift this to make it so that it didn't happen because it's really toxic. And, you know, I didn't really do much research on fluoride, but I, um, I thought, okay, let's do that. Yeah, that's not good. They shouldn't put that in the water, right? And so, so in December of 2010, I did some energetic stuff and shifted patterns. It felt really good. Our friend who had worked with us a little bit and um, had been a client for a while, also was big into trying to get this out of the water, not, not to let it be put in the water. <clears throat> and so we worked on it energetically. And I was in a state of mind at the time of pure matrix energetics that nothing can hurt you as long as you play with the energy and you, you got the right mindset. You don't believe in you know, things. You can't get hurt by stuff. You don't have to do really anything in the physical world to make things happen. It's all magic. And so I was in that, that way of going and it was great, right? You know, things were working great for us. But, but what happened was... Um, they didn't put it in the water. So miracle upon miracle, it didn't go in the water. But three months later, they just rammed it through um, illegally and put it in the water. They didn't go run it through um, anything. They just took a vote in city council. It's in the laws in San Diego that you have to run it, that sort of thing by the voters and have an actual election. They didn't do that. They put it in the water. And so three months later, I'm running and I was using, um, I was drinking tap water with a filter, but drinking tap water. And um, I got hurt in May and I didn't realize that I had been poisoned by fluoride and it was going to, it was another year of drinking this stuff that, um, that almost got me, almost killed me. And I came to learn about a year later how bad it was. And I did the research and actually learned how it was super toxic, really, really toxic. It's more toxic than arsenic. If it falls on the floor, they got to call a hazmat team to clean it up. Yet they put it in our water. And so when I was in, San Diego in December, and I got that information, it might have been useful to check in and find out, is this useful for me to drink? You know, do I need to do more checking on the water, on our filters? And even now I'm getting, yes, that would have been really cool to do, but I missed it. So, so, um, so today, you know, this last few weeks when I got the, the download that I'm not supposed to go to that class in San Diego, it didn't make any sense, but I was getting a really clear indicator 
I'm not supposed to go to San Diego. And I don't know all the reasons why, but I knew that was it. And when that doctor, um, the little swarmy one walked in, and I shouldn't be belittling him, but I just don't like the guy. Um, and, and I just, there's something about it. I just don't like him. And, and um, when he would have come in and I would have got that information, I felt it then. And when, um, when I, the doctor told me, you know, we're just going to give him antibiotics. He's going to be fine. I told the nurse, did you hear that? He's going to be fine. And she wouldn't even look at me. She wouldn't even look at me. She just looked down and we had a good relationship with her. So it was like, that made me go, huh? But it didn't make me go, huh, enough to then check in. So, so what, um, what I noticed, you know, there was times in life when I got the information and I, and I did it. Like when I first um, heard about Matrix Energetics, I read the books, I, I, um, the book, I watched the DVD, the CDs, I listened to a lot of interviews and I was like, oh, I need to know that. I really need to know that. And I made a decision and I felt it and it, it felt right and I ended up taking 35 classes and it changed our lives. Same with the way when I learned my medical intuitive stuff, when I first saw it, the very first class, I was like, oh, I need to know this. I didn't know how to do this. And that led to 110 classes and 10 years of study and bringing um, a lot of those people, those teachers into my actual office in San Diego. So, so, um, so what I have is a way to, um, to check information so that when you're going through rough times, you, you've been practicing it, you know it, you know how to play with um, information and energy and know. Because what I found is when somebody's going through a hard time, it's, um, it's good to have this type of way to, to, to get the right information and then, and then um, use it, clear it. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So if you want that sort of thing, there's a way to start to access it. And it, as you can imagine, it's not something to just be saying, hey, here's what you do right now and, and let's just do it. You know, magic is magic, magic is great, but there's a way to start to um, learn this. It's a skill. It's a way to um, play with the universe. It's a way to have information so that you know um, what to do and you can shift things when it's, when it's crunch time, when you need it, when you absolutely need it. And so if that's interesting to you, if you want, you can, um, you can grab some stuff I've given you for free and then there's more information about a whole way to start to, to do this, to play with energy, to use mindset, and to really tune into what's true for you and make changes in the physical world using magic and all sorts of stuff, matrix energetics. <clears throat> and so if you want that, go ahead and grab it. It's um, www.ralphhavens.com forward slash enlighten up. ralphhavens.com forward slash enlighten up. And I've got a PDF and um, a video. The funny thing is you got to do it, right? It's like you, you can get it, but if you don't do it, it's, you know, good luck with that, right? So there's a lot of stuff to do. But if you really are interested in this sort of thing, and if you want to know how I found that can give you a way to really track information, to really know what to do, and to use it all day long, so that when it's important, when it's important to you, you know what to do. And you can have some real changes in the physical world. All right, so this is Ralph Havens, ralphhavens.com forward slash enlighten up. Go ahead and grab all that stuff and let me know how it goes. And if you like, test everything again. Walk around, see how you feel. See if, you're, if your view of the world is different now. And, um, and let me know. All right, everybody, have a great Friday if you're watching this live or today.
And um, and I will see you all very soon. All right, ralphhavens.com forward slash enlighten up. Bye for now. <laughs>